Welcome back to another episode of Arnold's Pump Club. When we started this podcast and our daily newsletter, we didn't want to just be another source of information. Instead of breaking news, we want to help make sense of all the information that causes so much confusion. So we take our time to read studies, not overreact, interview experts, and then share what's really happening in fitness, nutrition, and health. But sometimes I feel like we break big stories. That's because being patient and putting in the reps can pay off in bigger ways. I think a perfect example is today's item on fish oil. There isn't one single study that led us to the conclusion that there's something fishy about claims made about fish oil supplements. Instead, we just reviewed everything and saw a pattern. And that's what I hope you will come to expect from this podcast. We don't want to rush to have a headline that gets a reaction. We want to share information that will make a difference in your life. If it does, I hope you keep listening, reading, and sharing with others. Now let's get to what we found about fish oil, as well as a new study about protein, and one more reason why you'll be glad you lift weights. Fish oil has been hailed as a health superstar, but it's doing a questionable job of delivering on its promises. A recent study suggests that less than 10% of people get the amount of fish oil recommended by the American Heart Association, but that's just scratching the surface of the real issues. Only 9% of supplements meet the recommended amount associated with health benefits, which means the supplements are underdosing what you need. But there's an even bigger concern. Taking fish oil supplements might not provide the same cardiovascular health benefits as getting fish oil from whole foods. While research suggests that omega-3 fatty acids help fight cardiovascular disease, most of the studies focus on people who get the healthy oils from food. But when you look at research that uses fish oil supplements, you don't see the same boost. In fact, in one study of more than 15,000 people, those who took fish oil did not see a significant boost in cardiovascular protection compared to those who didn't. And that's not the only research to suggest fish oil supplements fall flat on some claims. According to the American College of Cardiology, uh, another trial of 12,000 people who were tracked for up to seven years saw no significant benefit. A different study of people taking a higher dose of fish oil for two years also saw no improvement compared to those who didn't take fish oil. We know that eating two or more servings of fish per week helps fight cardiovascular disease. But the same can't be said for taking a similar amount of fish oil pills. Does that mean the fish oil supplements are worthless? Not necessarily because fish oil might offer other health benefits such as lowering triglycerides. But it appears the best approach is either eating more fish and seafood or adding options such as chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, edamame, and seaweed is likely to provide the best overall health protection. Now let's talk about a food that is always in the news. In many ways, it seems like protein lives a double life. On one hand, you have experts telling you to eat more every day. On the other hand, you have gurus suggesting that it causes kidney issues. 
and lessens lifespan. We've previously shared that the kidney claims are unfounded, as are the suggestions that it will lead to a shorter life. A recent study offers more retribution. Research suggests that high-protein diets do not increase the likelihood of cardiovascular disease. The researchers examined the effects of high-protein diets on the health of more than 200,000 participants covering multiple years and didn't find that protein itself was linked to poor cardiovascular health or stroke. Oftentimes, the worry about higher protein diets is linked with other variables, such as eating too much saturated fat. However, not all protein is loaded with saturated fat, meaning that protein itself isn't the issue. In fact, another analysis of 32 studies reviewing more than 700,000 participants found that high-protein diets were linked to a lower risk of all-cause mortality. And another study of more than 500,000 people also found that high-protein diets don't increase the risk of stroke. In both studies, however, better health outcomes were associated with people who ate more plants in their diet. Remember, you don't need to obsessively follow any particular dietary tribe. Figure out what works best for you and remember that protein, plants, and fiber tend to be the three key ingredients of a healthy diet, regardless of food preferences. If you want help leaving traditional diets behind, I highly recommend the book. You can't screw this up. The book is written by Adam Bornstein, who is the guy I trust the most with nutrition. You might recognize his name because Adam helps me with the daily newsletter and this podcast, but the book is truly fantastic. It will change the way you look at food and help you see how you can enjoy things like takeout and dessert without stressing about everything you eat. Finally, let's talk about an underrated benefit of exercise. If you want to boost your immunity, your best approach might be strengthening your muscles. That's because research suggests pumping iron does more than just make you stronger. It improves your body's ability to fight illness. Researchers examined data from multiple studies involving healthy adults to determine how lifting weights affects your body's response to sickness. They found that heavy resistance exercise led to significant changes in biomarkers associated with immune system function and regulation. Adults who were willing to push hard in the gym experienced increased levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines, which is a sign of a strong immune response that can help you fight off sickness and bounce back faster. Some have speculated that weight training could potentially suppress immune function, but that's not the case. However, if you find yourself sick, this doesn't mean weight training is the solution if your immune system is already compromised. In those cases, rest up, hydrate, get better, and then get back on schedule. You can see the benefits in just two to three challenging workouts per week. In other words, just keep pumping. That's it for today's episode. I created this podcast because I believe that fitness is for everyone. So I'm using the power of machines to help me deliver news, information, and support that will make you healthier. I am not a cybernetic organism. But I do have an important mission. 
to build the positive corner of the internet and lift up the world. There's too much negativity online. And I want this podcast to give you the support you need to become a little bit better. I want to thank our editors-in-chief, Adam Bornstein and Daniel Ketchell, who helped me with this podcast and our daily newsletter. We value all your feedback, and the three of us are here to support you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. We love hearing from you. Together, we have the strength to lift up the world